vanished jail cell of a time gone by to haunted halls in ghostly cries. Come one, come all, come finders and seekers. Come hear the creepy side of Nebel. Welcome to the November episode of The Creepy Side of Nipa. I'm Dan Kozlowski. This month's episode, we are joined with the Northeast Ghost Specialist. They will be discussing one of their favorite investigations that happened in the Freeland Municipal Building and a few other investigations that happened throughout the area. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello, how Thank are you? Thank you. So if you guys could just explain some of your favorite investigations that are local. Okay, yes, uh, over the... Uh October, the uh, Halloween season, we had uh, investigated the old borough building in uh, Freeland. And okay. um, during those investigations, we came down with some pretty good evidence we could share with you later on. Um, the, the building has a long history of, of hauntings um, from reports from our police chief to our borough secretary. Um, just an amazing building, and we had some amazing finds. Now, do those guys contact you? To come out and investigate? Well, actually, I'm uh, the vice president of the Freeland Borough Council. Oh, okay. So, so you sort of knew about these stories. I knew about the inside of it, yes. Okay. And that's how we were had you know the access mm-hmm. into the building so many times. Um, and again, I mean, it was just it was amazing. We had such a good time there. And, and the hits just kept coming after come. You know, and it was just fantastic. I mean, Colleen? Yeah, what, what exactly happened to you guys that night in the investigation? Um, <clears throat> well, Bill and I, we always partner up together and all we basically, like we were just here and trying to get, um, there's a, a little girl supposedly running around up there. Okay. Her, her name was Sarah. 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 And we were just trying to get her out. I, I mean, we would hear her running around like in the hallway and stuff like that. And as soon as, when we would go in and start setting up our equipment, mm-hmm. we would hear like the tables moving upstairs. And chairs moving and stuff like that, and there was, like, nobody there. Like, we were the only ones in there. You were the only guys in the building? And the building was apparently probably locked, right? Yes. It, it is locked, and it's no longer being used by the borough. Oh, okay. Because um, we, had, we had moved to a newer building, too, so that's another reason why we had such great access to the building. But what she's referring to is when we were up on the third floor, um, we had no power uh, up there. Mm-hmm. So we were doing our EVP sessions, and... I was trying to bring Sarah out. You know, I was asking her if she could come forward and, and make herself known, and uh, nothing was happening. So I asked if there was any little boys, because there was reports of a boy also in the building, and I asked if there was any little boys that wanted to play uh, with Sarah. Right. And not more than a second after I said that, the light above me flicked on, and again, no power. That wow, light, yeah, that's pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, that light should not have come on. And it was witnessed. It's, you know, we have it on, on video. No, was there any, like, sounds when the light went on? Could you hear, like, the light switch turning on or anything like that? No. No? Because it's an, it was an old school style. It's not an actual switch. It was the old, you know, the old uh, dial oh, okay. to yep. turn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it was. And there was, no, there was no turning of it. I mean, it just, we tried to debunk that for about a half hour. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried everything. Maybe, you know, maybe there was power there. Screwing the lights and banging on them. Nothing, nothing. It was, it, was a, it was dead. Now, when the light came on, did it go right off or did it stay on? No, it's, it stayed on. 
okay. had stayed on until we started fumbling around with it. And but again, there was no power. Yeah, that's that's, that's the very amazing strange. part of it, mm-hmm. right? So, Athena, yeah. I wasn't investigating that one. I was downstairs watching the cameras as it all happened. And so you were able to see it on the camera? That was yeah. the actual video that you were watching? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other great thing about that third floor was I had a microphone draped and, and tied off that it was hanging down you know, to pick up the ambient sound of the room. <clears throat> and uh, as we were, Colleen and I were doing our EVP sessions, um, we didn't see anything happening. But Braden and Athena saw the actual microphone get pulled down. So Braden called us. He said, you better come downstairs and see this. So we went down, and he rolled back the cameras, and he showed us where I had the uh, the microphone hanging. Uh, it just being yanked down. Yeah, exactly. Probably with the infrared cameras, you're able to see that a little bit better. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so they, they yelp radioed up to us. Mm-hmm. And it then- was a pretty good find off the cameras. Well, were you there when Braden saw the the lady in the holding cell? No, I wasn't there. This is another one. <clears throat> like I said, this is on the same building. Yeah, yes. yes, me and Bill are always together, and my son Braden, who's our tech guy, was down watching the cameras. So he had radioed up to me and Bill and said, "I'm hearing stuff in the holding cell." He said, "I hear the like the door rattling." Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm going to go over and check it," but we don't like to put people like by themselves right so bill's there well do you want us to come down and Braden's there no he said i'm just gonna go check it out and i'll see what's going on so we said okay so we're sitting upstairs and about what five minutes later mm-hmm. Braden radios up and he's like holy crap he said i just got the crap scared out of me <laughs> and we're like oh my god what happened okay so he walked down he said i looked in i didn't see anything and if you keep going straight down the hall that was the main door. Mm-hmm. So he said, I walked down to the main door. He said, I just looked outside. He said, I turned around to come back. He said, when I was coming back to go into the room where we had the camera set up, he said, I just happened to glance in there again. He said, and there was like a figure of a, a woman standing there. So this is like a jail cell, a holding cell you're talking yes. about? It was. Wow. Now, I, let me add on to that is um, a woman had passed away in our town, and she had no family. Mm-hmm. So we had to clean her residence out for her. So we placed all of her belongings in the holding cell. So if there was any attachment to her stuff, that's what I'm thinking. That yeah, something might have happened there. Exactly. She may have come along. Right, a know. little bit of a connection there. Correct, yes. But uh, our borough secretary, um, she was always scared to be alone in the building too because where her office was, mm-hmm. right above her was the old council chambers. And – Plain as day, you can hear tables slide. You can hear banging up there. So, And uh, our chief of police, he had just taken the job. So he was up in our evidence room. Mm-hmm. Okay, And uh, while he was up there, he was looking down, and he looked over towards the door, and he saw a female standing in the door. And thinking it was our borough secretary, he followed it out into the hallway, and there was no one there. So... The building, like I told you, it was an amazing, amazing find. That's why we were there so many times. And if you'd like to hear, we have some EVPs. Sure. If you want to play the EVPs first. Just tell us which one you have. The Birkbeck. Now, in this one that's titled Birkbeck, Mm -hmm. if you listen close, you're going to hear me talking about the former mayor. Okay. um, Because uh, Joseph Birkbeck was one of the original founders 
Um, so I'm using his name. Okay. And if you listen close, you'll hear it answer as Birkbeck. Okay. Birkbeck. No, you can hear it. What's the next one? Is the when you asked if you wanted it to go home? Oh, the go home. Is it so? Is it the go home or is it the yes one? Uh, Just so we're all on the same page. There it is. I heard it. Yeah, I definitely heard something there. Mm -hmm. And then not long after we were doing that one, where it told us to go home, Mm -hmm. Colleen and I had gone into the opposite room, and um. We had the uh, K2 meter with us, and we're going back and forth. And I asked about, do you want us to go home? Right. And we heard yes, and we reacted to each other like, did, did we just hear that? And I, and I said, if you told us to go home, can you say that again? And clear as day, you can hear it. Uh, uh, yes. Go home. Come wow. across. So. And we packed up and went home. And we packed up and we went home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to try that one? Go ahead. Got it. Do you want us to leave and go home for the night? Was that what you said yes? There, did you hear it? Yeah. Yep, you could hear it. Definitely hear a yes in there. Yeah. So I have to say that uh, after that, we did we did pack up for the <laughs> evening, only because it told us to go home, and then it told, it told us, us it backed that up with uh, <laughs> yes. a, a yes. So we didn't want to overstay our welcome. Now, is there any backstory to the building, why it would have been haunted, or why these sightings are seen? No, and I, I mean I've done my research on the building, right? And there's no definite answer as to why it has such paranormal activity to it. Um, like I said, I, I researched it. I've talked to just about everybody in town that had dealings, you know. And I've I've gone back to some of the old timers in town talking about the building, mm-hmm. and it just seems like it's a it's a natural hub. Now the, the only thing that I can think of there's some natural well springs that nobody really knows about, and I'm wondering if that could have been one of the reasons because it's a conduit. Um, right. So, but I'm not 100% sure. So that I, I wouldn't go out on a limb on that one mm-hmm. to say that. Yeah, it's just an idea of what they could but be. But that's what I'm thinking. Now, I could see the old timers like Joseph Birkbeck and all that. Maybe they're attached. I mean, they're the original founders right. of the town. So, you know. Hey, it's their town. They want to go in their building. By all means, go ahead. Yeah, you're not going to stop them by no means. And, again, like I told you on that EVP, I was talking to him about, and I said, are you the former mayor or, you know, and it's, it comes just clear as day. It's Birkbeck. And that's like, wow, right. okay. So we're getting some justification back as to who we are speaking to. So very, very interesting. And you did this investigation back this last October, you said? This was this uh, – Halloween yeah, that had just passed. Okay. Now, and the time when we, well, for Halloween, that was our fourth, I think that was our fourth run into the building mm-hmm. because we just constantly go back and there'd always be just something else that would just add on to the story of the building. <clears throat> so, of course, especially if you keep having things happen to you. Absolutely. You know, why would you not go back? Yeah, exactly. You know, be like a kid and say, I'm not going to Disneyland, <laughs> you know. So for for the paranormal and, and investigating, it's it's a great place to to investigate so yes i would suggest you move to the hickory hills and talk about how you ended up <gasps> that was my favorite one is that your favorite the one well then you hickory start hills. with it if that's your favorite let you start i'll let you start it well i guess what did you get in touch with bill yeah about? i got in touch with bill well, why don't you jump in because yeah, you're yeah, the one you that started you, you started the yeah. actual contact on this one 
my next door neighbor, uh, female, won't go names at this point, mm-hmm. um, passed away from a drug overdose in the house. About six months later, her dad passed away at hospice. And he always said he was never going to leave the house. He loved the house. He was never going to leave it. Mm-hmm. And when strange things started happening, we chalked it up to being him. Right. And one of the incidents that, that I've told Bill and some of the others, and I think the one that really had me call you, was th- a lot of their possessions came over to our house. And we were starting to experience things in the house, banging, knocking. Uh, I'd see somebody out of the corner of my eye. Okay. We were in the house, and Gary, uh, in their house, uh, the back deck is two stories off the ground with a porch around it. The keys to the door were sitting on the countertop beside the door. Mm-hmm. And Gary said, I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to go bring the stuff on the porch through the house so we can take care of packing all that stuff up. And he reached down to grab the keys, and they weren't there. They they were gone. And this had happened, I guess, once or twice before to Gary when he was in the house. And Gary's like, well, that's okay. I'll just go get the ladder, and I will climb up, and I will climb over the fence, and I will climb one to the deck, and we'll get it off that way. Okay. And I'm like, no. you know. And I pitched a fit. I do believe in ghosts, and I just yelled at uh, her or him, and I said, I want the darn keys back. That's it. I don't want Gary to fall. You don't want him to fall. You really like Gary. He's taking really good care of you. And I turned around, walked out the door, and slammed the front door. And, again, I was annoyed at Gary, too, because he was going to go get the ladder. I guess about 10 minutes later, Gary came over to our house, and he said to me, he said, guess what? I said, what? He um, said the keys. I went downstairs to the basement to get something. He says, when I came up, the keys were back on the counter. And that was it. And then I said, I told Gary, I said, I'm calling Bill. I said, enough is enough going on with this place. And I said, now it's over in our house. Yeah. And I don't want it there. So, so Colleen, you're. So if you want, you, uh, you want me to roll with it? Go ahead. I can so chime in. So when, when she contacted me, she told me everything that was going on. So we had set up the investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we started out with just normal questions asking if there was anybody present with us we weren't getting much okay um so i had started to try to provoke uh, a spirit by trying to make it angry by saying i I didn't believe in it you know you're you're fake you're phony you're trying to get a response right and um the one evp clip it's uh comes right back out and says that it didn't like the bald man well I'm the only bald man in the in very the, interesting in, in the group. So we continued our EVP session, mm-hmm. and then we decided we'd all go down into the basement, and we formed a semicircle to start doing more provoking to see what we can mm-hmm. get going on down there. And while we were in there, unfortunately, I didn't learn my lesson, so I started provoking again. Right. And I no sooner did I start provoking that I felt on my back a burning sensation and I turned to Colleen and I said to her something scratched me and I pulled up my shirt real fast so she had come around with the camera and sure enough the welts were forming as she was looking at them as well, I was taking pictures of yeah I guess the provoking definitely worked huh yeah it, it, <laughs> it, I think it worked all too well yeah, yeah they didn't but, like him at all 
But there was, I mean, there's other things. I mean, it was your favorite. I mean, the closet, the, the water on the floor, the burning candle, um, the well, scents. It was said that she liked to burn candles in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. So we would walk into her bedroom, and at first, like, we didn't even know what kind. Right. So we would be standing in there, and I'd be like, well, we, you know, you could smell a candle, smell like strawberries. Well, here... Come to find out, Kim said that her favorite candle scent was strawberry. But, but I also keep in mind now the house is empty for quite some time, so right. there was no residual. Yeah, it isn't uh, like someone burned uh, that candle two days ago. Right, so and it was empty. Like, right, there was nothing in there. Yeah. It was almost a month, I think, before I called you guys. Yeah, so I, I mean, nothing residual as in, in fragrances in the in the house. Uh, so, but if you remember too, the first time we went in there. It was, I think, what was it, June or July? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so it was hot like, outside, it but it was freezing 90. in the house. It was over 90 that day. I remember it. Yes. I remember it was 90 that day. And when you're right. When we opened the door, it was ice cold. Just from the, when you stepped over the threshold, you felt like you were in air conditioning, and there was nothing on. Mm-mm. We had nothing turned on in the house. Like, we actually had to keep going outside to get warm. Right. But well. rolling back in, into that with the scent, after we had done a, a, another EVP session, we all went back into that, to her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we're looking around on the floor, and there's all water droplets all over the floor coming from her old closet. I can't explain that since none of us were, you know, drinking anything in the house while we were right. investigating. Yeah, it isn't and, like something was leaking off a cup or... Exactly. Yeah, something along those lines. But sure enough, coming from the closet, there was there was water droplets, like as if somebody had come out of that closet. So we investigated it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I checked on it. We ran the EMF meters over everything, um, nothing. Um, I tried to provoke in the closet with my friend Josh, who was one of the members of the team, and we couldn't get anything from it. So that was another, you know, I don't want to – I can't explain it. So – Exactly. It, it just happened if, you know, it's hard to, if you didn't see it, but, you know, that's the best I can do on that. I, I couldn't debunk that either. So. It's just very odd that you just couldn't explain it and it wasn't there before and you originally went in the building. Right. And you guys were the only one there. We were the only ones there, correct. And, mm-hmm. go ahead. What you guys don't, I don't know if I've even told you, all of her belongings had been packed and were put in that closet and the doors were shut. Okay. I don't even, I think the cat tree was in the bedroom. And a couple of lamps because their bed wasn't even in there anymore, and all of the stuff was in the closet. We had un- we had unpacked, gone through, and dispersed it. Several of the items were in containers over in our house. So because so, yeah, there was nothing the in the closet when we were yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, no, there. the house was totally empty when mm-hmm. we were there. Yeah. But I think what we went back there what two more times. The la- and the last time you cleansed it. And then the last time I went in and I. I cleansed the home. Yeah, because you asked her, and she didn't want to move on, remember? Right. Yeah, I, that's on a, yep, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm glad you sorry. reminded me. No, you reminded me that when we were doing EVPs, we were getting hits off the K2 meter. And what the K2 meter is, it, it, it monitors the electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. And there's a set of series of lights on it from green, yellow to red. Okay. So when we're doing an EVP session, you know, you can ask, you know, if you're here with us, can you can you can you light the meter up into the yellow? You know, now naturally, if it goes up into the yellow, you're getting a response. So it's a way to let them respond to you to your it, questions. Exactly. But let me just back up real quick to that: is 
before we even investigate a room or a house, we will do an initial sweep of the house to make sure that there is no uh, electromagnetic, you know, nothing is going on. We want to make sure that the house is totally flat Mm -hmm. because then that just gauges it better for us. We knew it was clean going into it. Right. Now we're starting with EVP sessions and we're asking questions and you're starting to answer us through the, the series of lights. So during that time, I had asked her if she wanted to be passed over and the response we were getting off the K2 meter was she did not. But unfortunately, I, we did go back because they were still having trouble. They were having problems still going back, bleeding over into their property. <clears throat> you know, it was sort of following you then. So what we did was I just went back and, and did a sage ritual, you know, uh, and cleansed the house. And after the cleansing, everything, everything stopped. So I was successful in passing her on. Yeah, the temperature even returned to normal. Yeah, exactly. So everything sort of just stopped then after that and everything kind of returned to normal? Correct. Yeah, correct. It took a couple times times of being there, you know, and and getting evidence to lead up to it. So, yes. But, yes, we were very successful. Very interesting place, it sounded like. (laughs) Yeah, it really was a good good time. It kind of is up there with our our borough building that we initially talked about. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that was good. Mm -hmm. Now. I can tell you one of the scariest ones I, I ever did was when I, I, when, I first, <laughs> when I first started doing this. I've been doing this since uh, almost what, 1990 is when I actually started. Okay, so you've been doing it for a little while now. A long time, yeah. I'm, I'm an old timer. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the main things was when I first started, I got a call from a lady who was telling me that she was yanked out of bed. Okay. okay? And at first I didn't want to believe her. You know, because of course it sounds a little far fetched when you first hear it and someone calls you out of the blue with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's something I have to see. Exactly. Because people will call you and they will tell you that their house is so haunted that your things are flying all over the place and you get there. Now, hauntings don't happen on cue. Exactly. So I'm not discrediting them, but you know, sometimes you get what you see, you know. So when we investigated her house, I asked her. I said, can I put a camera in your room on you for the night? Mm-hmm. And she agreed to it. So we were sitting in our command, you know, and I don't know, it was probably after 2 in the morning. You can slowly see the sheet being pulled back off her foot, and you can see her, her ankle get yanked down. Wow. Now, had I not seen it? Yeah, you wouldn't have believed uh, just it. Like, yeah, like I said, I, I wouldn't have believed it. And that was, I mean, that was early on in my my. My career of doing this, if you want to call it that. Right. So it Probably was, got you hooked, though, when you saw that. Well, <laughs> my house got me hooked. My house, growing up as a kid, was uh, an amazing place, too. And mm-hmm. Colleen and I are cousins, and this is my daughter. So we're, we're a family affair. Right. Um, so Colleen, she she was in my house plenty of times, and, and my God, that, that house was interesting, Wild. too. Yeah. So that's what really got me going into the paranormal. Because I wanted, I wanted answers, you know, and I just couldn't explain anything. The few other investigators we had on the show seemed to have that same thing in common. They had something happen to them younger when they were younger as a child or growing up and sort of just got them interested in trying to help other people out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly why I got into it because, you know, people want answers. Of course. You know, they, they want to know, are, are, we losing, are we losing it or is there something going on? And that's what my group here that's that's what we are we're, we're family i i like to tend to go to residential 
uh, investigations because I want to help people find an answer. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but, but you know, I I had a baptism by fire. You know, being in my being in my house and the things that I've seen. Sure. You know? Now, do you guys, how, do, how does somebody get in contact with you if they do have a paranormal, something happening at their property? Do you have a website? Or we do. Facebook? It's uh, com. Okay. We're on Facebook. Same, same thing, Northeast, Northeast Ghost Specialist. And we, We're on Instagram as well. Okay. Same name, then Ghost yep. Specialist. Okay. Yep. And you do broadcast when you do an investigation on yeah, Instagram. And some, yeah, we yeah go, sometimes, sometimes we go live. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Kim does all our, our case management stuff, so... A lot of people, she just uh, contact her. So all the contact information is up on your website then? Absolutely. Someone want to get a hold of you? Absolutely. And I'm sure some of your videos are up there too? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If someone wants any more information, then make sure to visit them online. I'd like to thank you guys for joining us tonight. All right. Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Have a great time. Thank you. Yep. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to the creepy side of NEPA. Make sure you subscribe to us, and that way you'll be informed every time a new episode is released. If you have a creepy story or experience that happened to you in northeastern or central Pennsylvania, please send us an email. Our email address is ghost at WNEP.com, and maybe you'll be included in our next episode. Till next time, enjoy the creepy side of NEPA. This has been the creepy side of NEPA. If you have a spooky story that took place in the northeastern or central PA, send it to ghost at WNEP.com. For a chance to share it on an upcoming episode, we are dying to hear from you. ha 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 ha.